Apple Apple with the latest special event and with all those features, news and wow, oh my goodness, and expensive stuff and stuff that probably you don't need and stuff that others already created several years ago, but also some stuff that are nice to have new things, new features. Let's talk about it. Let's see what Apple brought to us or will bring soon because most of that stuff you will have access probably towards the end of the year. Let's talk about it. Hello, hello, and welcome to Groovy Take On Podcast, episode 36, part two. Uh, let's talk about that special event hosted by Apple, and let's see and let's talk what other features they presented because that was a lot, a lot. So thank you so much for tuning in and let's jump into it and see what other features they mention about that we should probably love or be interested in or couldn't care less. I'm not sure. Let's talk about it. And as always, mom, thank you for listening. What else do we have? So plenty of things. So let's jump to maps. Mom, do you remember when you're driving, you drive somewhere, sometimes you need to check, double check the location because you're going to a new place, you're not sure about the how to get there. You use the Apple Maps or you use also Google Maps, just saying because you have that on your phone. So in Apple Maps now, after a huge update again, uh, you will be able to use even better the option that is favorites at places you go every day and have easy access to start directions and just go. So it's going to you it's going to be way much easier to access those favorites. You will have also collections to organize all of the favorites or make lists to share with friends or organize the next big trip. I'm not sure about the next big trip, but I like to for example organize this different locations around my city. So if I have to go somewhere again and I was not there that often, I don't remember the address, I got the collection on the, in the Apple Maps and I can check it, select and go. What Apple also did, um, Apple really worked hard to get better with Maps. Because right now, I think in my personal opinion, Google Maps are way much better. Google Maps with the street view, so I can look at the map and I see the outlines of the buildings so clearly. I can check the street view, so it seems like I am standing on the street and I can look around at the buildings. For me, that helps. If I know that I'm going somewhere, I like to, if I have time, check the Google Map, check the street view of the location where I'm going, so I, I know for sure I will find the parking uh, parking location. And uh, with Google Maps, I could do that, all of that. With Apple Maps, I couldn't. But you know what? Hold on a second, because Apple did huge, huge, broad, huge changes to, to Apple Maps. And the new version uh, will include highly detailed maps that include also the, the building outlines, which is good, road out outlines, and, and way much more. And the new, well, but also they said that the new maps will... Um, were roll out to all users in the United States by the end of 2019 and to other countries in 2020. Okay, I like it. 
So after all those updates also on Apple Maps, what you will have, it's a tiny little icon that looks like binoculars icon. It's going to be in the upper left corner, if I'm not mistaken. That will give you the access look around. I think it's just so similar to Google Street View on Google Maps. But you know what? I don't care. It's great. That's awesome because I can see right there how everything looks around me from the street view. And that that option will give you even additional features like tap on labels. So let's say you're looking at 3D so you can like almost walk around down the street and check the details of the buildings. And on the buildings, you will have things like um, uh, tap on labels. And that will give you a look around, so view, uh, and you will be able to learn more about specific place, specific location, because you will tap on that label, and you will be able to read more about specific restaurant or whatever that location is. Two thumbs up, absolutely. On Apple, Ma Apple Maps, you will also be able to share estimated time of arrival with somebody else. You will get access to Siri that will just give you the direction step by step and real-time transit. And for China, you will have also junction view. Wow. Over and over again during the whole special event, Apple and people from Apple were talking about privacy and how safe and secure the data is. And I think a little bit maybe the reason might be that uh, Facebook had so many problems last year within the last few years with privacy. And probably you heard that. Well, mom, you did hear that because we talked about it. Anybody else, you probably stumble across an article or maybe news on TV or radio or whatever that was. Um, so during this special event, Apple was mentioning that privacy and how secure the data is, that Apple is trying not to keep anything, store anything from us, like just, just you know, it's yours, it's private, we don't have access to it, and we don't want anybody else to have access to it unless you say it's okay. I think that's good, but also it's scary that you have to talk about it so much because it's just, it's, it's a big problem. So talking about the privacy, let's talk about location and sharing the location. Have you noticed that sometimes when you're using specific application, maybe for the very first time, it's asking you have that pop-up box on the, in the middle of the screen of your phone and it will ask, it's going to ask you, um, do you allow or don't allow to share the location? And then you can also go to your phone settings, go to location and and there is an option that you can select. You want to share the location while using specific application or maybe never. So you have few options available there. So now Apple again, talking about the security and privacy, mentioned that sharing location with third-party applications and third-party applications are those applications not created by Apple. So sharing the location with third-party applications usually means they can track us. That's true. What does it mean, mom? It means that you use whatever application and if when you are just tapping on those different requests from those apps to be able to finally get that app working, but you have to give those um, allow for something here, allow for something there. Either you will go don't allow, cancel. Sometimes you will say, oh, okay, whatever. I will just click on allow and see what happens. 
those, some of those applications are asking for location, access to the location. So here, that means that those applications will be able to track your movements through access to the location. So what Apple did now, you will be able to share your location with that third-party app, but you will be able to share that location just once, which means that every time you launch the application, the application will have to ask you to give access to your location. And I think that's very good. Of course, you can go to settings and you can change it to, okay, just give the, the access to my location always when I'm using that so I won't have that prompt popping up boxes in the middle of the screen or whatever, asking me to give that location. But I think it's good that you have that, uh, that we will have that additional option uh, to allow the location just once per launch of the app. That, that I think that's good. And also uh, a background tracking alert will uh, notify you when that third party application continue using your location in the background without your knowledge. So you will have more control. And I think this is absolutely crucial because what is happening right now, we don't even remember, we don't even know, we don't even think about it, that there are so many applications that can track our location. So they know better than anybody else where we are at this point. That's not good, at least in my opinion. Well, it seems like there are quite few good features, and but those good features are kind of related to safety. Well, even better, two thumbs up. Another feature, it's the login. Mom, do you remember from time to time when you want to log in to, for example, a new website, um, you have that pop-up window, pop-up box in the middle of the screen sometimes that says login with Google account or log in with Facebook before you, we even used to have with Twitter or whatnot. And of course, it's so much easier if you have a Google account or you are on Facebook, um, you can just click, okay, select one of those two and it will just go quickly, you know, log in, create an account and you can use whatever features on that website or application are applications are available. Great. It's very user friendly, but is it safe? Um, not necessarily. Unfortunately, by signing within those Google account or Facebook account, it's easy. But by doing that, you are giving access to other information like, I don't know, your shared photos, full name, shared videos, age range, location, gender, visited um, locations, um, your profile photo, your post, your birthday, your list of friends, your hometown, your work, everything that you shared on social media. And of course, you can say, I don't care. But on the other hand, why that third-party application should get access to it? Mm, well, it's of course, the decision is yours. What Apple is doing is giving you third option. So right now, not only you can, as always, you could sign in using your Facebook account or sign in using your Google account, or as I always suggest, just create a new account. Just create a new account so you will have to provide your email address and create totally unique password. But of course, those are additional steps you have to take and it takes time to do that. But listen, mom, here's the thing. What Apple did, Apple created another option, which is sign with Apple. 
So how does it work? Next time you open a new application, you will be asked to sign up and you will have also the option to sign up with Apple. Sign in, sign up with Apple. And what does it do? It will allows you fast signing without all the tracking, without giving up all the information. You can automatically log in with the new account. So the new account will be created automatically without revealing all the personal information. So you, didn't, you don't have to provide your personal email address, nothing. Uh, some applications will ask for email, right? Like, well, if you wanted to log in with the email, you have to put the email address there and whatnot, your, your personal email address. So here, if you use the option sign in with Apple, you will be able to see few additional uh, information. You will have the option to hide your email address so that app, that application won't be able to see your email address. And when you hide your email address, Apple will create unique random email and they show the email as example. It's just gibberish, guys. You, you can't see it. You don't understand. It's just random combination of letters, numbers, and whatnot. So Apple will create a fake unique email address instead of showing your real email address. And that fake email address will forward, will be forwarded to your real address. So the third-party application will be able to see. That's another layer of protection, another layer to protect your email address. So that fake email address, I mean, it's not fake, it's just unique, but it's just like um, random. It's not really, I mean, it's yours, but you didn't have to create that. Apple will create it for you. And that will automatically forward emails to your real email address. But this is how you can hide behind that, your real email address behind that fake one. So for each application, you sign in with Apple ID, you will get unique, separate, random email address. You will be able easily unsubscribe from those apps. So unsubscribe from receiving different notifications and newsletters from each application mailing list. So you you will have as many those fake uh, random email addresses, as many as applications you logged in, sign in using the Apple ID, and you will be able easily to unsubscribe. So no worries, but I think this is another layer of security. I love it. So, so far we had three different ways of secure your information. The location that you can just grant access to your location just once and every time the application wants to get access to your location, it will ask you and you can choose either give the access or not. The second one was to log in using your Apple ID with that fake random email address, unique email address. And the third one is HomeKit's new feature. And those HomeKit's new features are designed to protect privacy and security inside of your home. So we are talking about um, Apple supporting cameras. So it's called HomeKit Secure Video. That's the name of the feature. Uh, this allows you uh, to connect HomeKit security cameras to send videos to your iPad and, and, and Mac computer. Uh, and you will be, it, it's encrypted so nobody else except you can see it. Uh, you will have access to upload those videos 
securely to your iCloud account uh, to keep there for 10 days. Um, and it's not going to be counted towards your storage limit. So we will have those options. And Apple was talking about how much storage you will have there to to keep those uh, to keep those videos. There already are a few companies with Logitech among them that will build cameras that are going to be compatible with HomeKit secure video. I think it's great. It's great. It's another layer of protection because we have to start thinking about the privacy. We have to start thinking about what we are sharing, who can have access to, to our info, personal information, or even like talking about cameras and safety at home. I don't want some hackers to have easy access to my cameras in the house and see what is happening here, which pretty much is Sleeping dogs. And here is a funny but also useful uh, feature, the new one that is going to be available towards the end of the year, and it's in your iMessages. Do you remember, Mom, when uh, sometimes you were telling me, do you remember who that person is? Somebody sent me a text message, but I didn't save their number, so I see only the number, but I don't remember who that might be. And then we are trying to you know, figure it out who that person is. Who's this new phone? <laughs> okay, so this is actually good news. Apple allows right now to share name and a profile photo or memoji or animoji um, profile picture with people you are texting with. So next time somebody will grant that access, they are sending you a text message and you will have the profile picture or the memoji, so it's like animated or just a picture or graphic or whatever. But you might know then see who that person is but you, because you will see the name and you will see the profile picture. That's a big help instead of looking at that grayish um, um, person head and you have no idea who that is and you are trying to just politely ask, okay, so who are you and why you are texting me? And that's your favorite aunt saying, that's me, why you don't remember me. Yeah, so trying to avoid awkward situation. Now Apple is giving that access in the iOS 13, that operation system for iPhone, to allow share name and profile picture in a text message. And of course you have control over it if you can, if you want to share it or not. What else, what else, what else? Huge update of camera and photo video editing features. Uh, already you have some photo and video features, editing features available out there on your phone, but now you will have so much more. So I know mom, you don't care about this part, but, um, well, you like sometimes some of my pictures. Yes, my mom likes some of my pictures. And those pictures were, well, sometimes edited. And the huge help is through editing applications, third-party editing applications. And here, you don't even have to go to third... You don't have to download and go to different part, different photo video editing applications to edit that photo or video. Now Apple is giving you the option to do that within its own application. And I like it. I do like it a lot. Of course, I like all the photo editing additional features, and I'm not even going to list all of them, but it's, it's, 
No, it's the list is too, just too long, guys. It, it's too long. But you have a lot of photo editing features added to, um, to the camera app. But what is good to your, what is very good is that now we will be able to edit video way much more. And it's going to be way much easier. And you will be able even to rotate video, apply filters, and change exposure, sharpness, highlights, dramatic cool, just so many, many additional features. But I think that's that's great because, again, you don't have to use additional applications to do that and learn how to do it. You will have everything right away on your phone from Apple, and this is great. Either you like to do that or not, editing video and pictures, but you will have that option within your phone without going and searching for the, the right application for you. So this is going to be way much easier and that's two thumbs up for me. But something that might be useful to you, mom, is you will be able to browse your photos the new way. So you will have automatically, the, 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 your, your application, photo application will automatically remove duplicates Oh, that's good because sometimes, you know, you will just jump to picture to picture to picture and you have so many duplicates. Application was, will delete those. That's good. Um, so you can clean that clatter with thousands of pictures on your phone and you can um, focus on just the best shots available out there. Photos are going to be intelligently organized. So it's going to be easy access to all the story of your life pretty much in photos. You will be able to uh, organize pictures in years, months, days, all photos, videos play automatically preview, which is great because when you are scrolling, browsing, you're scrolling through your pictures and videos, browsing your pictures through your pictures and videos, you will be able to have a sneak peek, the preview of the videos that you recorded. Awesome. And I also think it's going to, it just looked way much better. The, the, the screenshots that they showed during the Apple special event, they look, I think it looks better. And maybe even it's more user-friendly than before. I'm looking forward to it. Next feature, AirPods. Mom, AirPods, those are my earbuds that you, I'm using to listen to whatever podcast music or answering the phone or when we talk I have those mm, and you constantly telling me to be careful and not to lose them because they are not connected together because it's a wireless so you're telling me and reminding me be careful just pay attention don't lose them because it's not cheap and this is just ridiculous because you can lose it so be careful okay I am so far. Okay, okay. So let's say I do not lose those AirPods. And the good thing, the good feature that is coming to it is that while wearing AirPods, let's say get text message. Siri will be able to read that text message to you and you can instantly respond by talking to Siri via AirPods. I think that's great. Uh, that works with any app that uses Siri Kit. So whatever app you are using and if there is a capability to integrate that with Siri somehow, no problem. Uh, while you are using AirPods, Siri will kind of work with you. But here is another really awesome feature. So you can share audio with somebody else. How to do it? Well, you need to have an iPhone and the other person need to have iPhone. 
and letting two users tap their devices together, that's how you share audio from one device to the other set of AirPods that are connected to the other iPhone. So you have the audio, you have the song on your phone, you tap your iPhone to somebody else's iPhone, on that somebody else's iPhone there will be a message that there is audio share available, they accept that, and then they will be able to hear, to listen to that the same music that is from your device on their set of AirPods. Awesome, simple, yet really very user-friendly uh, option. Okay, mom, have you heard of something that the device provided by Apple some time ago called HomePod? I showed you. It looks like a very weird um, looking um, speaker. And uh, the option that the new option that is going to be available is the moment when you um, get your iPhone closer to that HomePod, what's going to happen is your HomePod will instantly share your music, podcast, and phone calls. So you can put your iPhone down and the HomePod will just pick up everything, which is okay, I guess. Okay, okay, okay. Another one from those good ones. So it's a live radio. Uh, you will be able to ask Siri to play station from iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Radio.com, and you will have access to over 100,000 radio stations. How about that? I think it's very good, because um, I'm thinking, all right, so I'm driving a car, I can listen to local radio stations using the, the, the car radio, but then, you know, I'm on the road or whatever, I'm at home, I would like to listen to some radio stations from, for example, Chicago, and I am in Arizona. And sometimes I like to listen to some radio stations from Poland. Again, that option with the live radio will help me a lot so I don't even have to go directly to those radio station apps or websites. All I will have to do is just ask Siri to um, play whatever radio station I, I would like to I would like to listen to from all over the world. 100,000 radio stations, I think there is something to choose something for everyone. Mom, do you remember when I showed you shortcuts application? So here is even better thing. Apple invested heavily into shortcuts app, which means that, for example, now when I'm, every time I'm sending a text message, hi, mom, I'm on my way, I will not have to take care of the text message anymore. And still, you will get a text message saying that I am on my way and I will be um, home around this or that hour. Uh, why? Because right now, Siri Shortcuts, that shortcuts application I mentioned, could just send you a text message automatically. And also, it will figure it out where I am at this specific moment, check the traffic conditions, wow, and automatically send you a text message with precise estimated time of arrival. And the beauty about it is I don't have to do anything of this. All I have to do at the beginning is just set it up so uh, 
Siri and uh, the whole iPhone will know what to do in that shortcut application. So I will say, okay, uh, in in my calendar is uh, says that I'm on my way that I'm planning to go and visit you, and, and I'm driving towards your direction. It will um, it will know. Okay, it's time to send you a text message that I'm on my way, and when I'm going to get to your house. I like it. I do like it. I would like to learn more about how I can and what I can create, what shortcuts I can create, because I would really love to be able to create different shortcuts so then I don't have to text uh, so many times because it will just automatically do it for me. It's pretty much based on if something happens. So let's say if action A happened, I want action B happened as well. And pretty much that shortcut application was is taking care of the, the B part. You have to tell them about A and you want them to do B automatically. I like it. Two thumbs up. Mom, you are going to like this one. Oh, you are going to like this one. So Apple decided finally to get hold of all those spam calls that we are receiving so often. And obviously nobody likes spam calls, right? But we are getting those and they are trying to sell us whatever or ask for money or this or that. But basically spam calls, we don't like it. And like, for example, T-Mobile already have that spam likely. And um, when the, the spam phone call you are getting, you will see that message uh, spam likely and you know, well, probably I should not pick it up. But here is something also great. Apple decided that, okay, we will take care of those spam calls. So if there is a chance that this is a spam call that you are going to, that you are receiving, uh, that spam call is going to be sent directly to a voicemail. I do like it. So you don't even um, have to worry about answering it or, you know, thinking about it because it will be sent directly to a voicemail. No more problems with that. Actually, very good. Two thumbs up. I hope you're going to like it. I know you're going to like it. So all of that with the iOS 13, so for your iPhone. But how about iPad? So you have that iPad, we're happy about it, I'm happy with mine, you're happy with yours. Um, and Apple, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in the first, uh, first part of this episode, um, Apple just told us during the special event that it's going to, well, it's already built iPad operation system, the new iPad OS. So not anymore you're sharing the same operation system on iPhone and iPad, which means that pretty much it works exactly the same on both devices. Now you have separate for iPhones and separate for iPads. And I think that actually that's good because it's giving you even more options on your iPad. So iPad, it's almost like taking over laptop. Uh, do we need laptops anymore? Well, in some cases, no, you don't need laptop. Tablet is actually doing everything you need and some. Uh, so what do we have new? Because it's like totally brand new. What would be so new on your iPad the moment when we download the new operation system on your iPad? The new multitasking. And you know what? You, you were able already to do some multitasking on the iPad. 
And multitasking means that you can divide the screen into two. So put two applications next to one another. So for example, um, Safari on one side and your email on the other side. Useful, but I know you are not using that that often. But here is going to, this one is going to work way much faster, way much easier. I think it's going to be way much more user-friendly, which is good. Multitasking great, but what other options? Like, for example, browsing files. Now you have the icon view and list view, but also we will have column view. And what I like about it is that you will just simply pick and choose which option works better for you and just go with that one. I like it. iCloud Drive uh, will now has folder sharing. Woo, I like it. That's a good one. That's a good one. But wait for it. Now also SD card and USB drive. We will be able to plug in to the iPad. Yes, that's exactly what on many occasions we couldn't do. We had to work around. We, have to, we had to use those wireless ones through applications. And right now we will be able to connect, just plug in. SD cards, well, you will have the adapter, but still SD cards or USB drive. That I love it. That's something I love it. If I had to just choose one feature that I like, probably it's going to be alongside with that multitasking because it gives me more options, but the, that I can plug in and check what's on the SD card or check what's on a USB drive. That's really a huge, a huge feature that helps, might help some people to decide, you know what, I don't need laptop anymore. I can work only on iPad. Do you remember, mom, how often we are talking about Safari and that you like some aspects of Safari and some you don't? Right now, you will get Safari that looks almost exactly like on a computer. So it will be the desktop class browsing, according to Apple. And no more mobile views. It's optimized to touch input. Good, because, well, obviously, you're, it's a touch screen. Uh, it's going to work for Google Docs. Good. And WordPress. Love it. Uh, WordPress, that's for blogging, so you can build your own website. That's a platform for that. But basically what it is now, the, your Safari, the, the Safari browser, is going to look more like on a computer. I like it. You will be able also to have a text size control per site settings and full toolbar in split view, photo upload option. But regarding the text size control, that, that I think that's a good thing. That's a good one. I like it. Again, this is something that we can take advantage of. Another thing that Apple mentioned that it's going to happen and is going to be available is going to be using cursor is going to be way much easier. No magnifying glass, just select sections. So like before you have to tap and hold your finger on a text, you will have that magnify glass, you will be able to, you, you are able to select. Right now you don't have that magnify glass, you will just select section. 
something that I, and this is new, but something that I, I'm not sure if this is user-friendly. Maybe it is, but you you will have to remember that by heart. And sometimes, for example, I don't remember stuff like that. It's I have to search for it online later on. And okay, after a while, I will get to it and remember it. But at this point, I don't. So it's a little, it might be a little bit confusing. So what do I mean by it? To be able to copy selection, so part of the text that you would like to copy and let's say paste somewhere else in the email or whatever. So to copy that selection, you will have to pinch to copy. So three fingers, pinch three fingers to copy. Now to paste, three fingers spread to paste. And um, okay, that seems you know, easy, but at the same time, you have to remember about those three fingers, not two, not, you know, whatever, but you have to remember three, three fingers pinch to copy uh, and three fingers spread, spread them on the screen to, to paste in whatever selection. So first you will have to select that section that you want. Then you do the three fingers pinch to copy, and then you go to wherever you want to paste that selected section and then tap there and three fingers spread to paste but you have to remember that so it's something that would be the the learning curve something new totally new that we will have to remember again that's easy but still you have to remember about it and if you made a mistake to undo it you will have to three fingers swipe left to undo again you will have to remember that what else? That's that's a lot, but we are almost done. Voice control. You will be able to control your Mac, that's a Mac computer, entirely using your voice. Wow. And that control your iOS devices as well, so like iPhone. Then there is that feature called Find My. Not only you can search for your devices that are on, online, so that like right now you have Find My iPhone, uh, and when the device is online, you can see it on a map. So not only you can search for your devices that are online, but also for those that those devices that are offline, like for example, your Mac, um, even in a sleep mode, is sending Bluetooth beacons. So it can be detected by other people, other people devices nearby. Their devices will send the location to you, to your application, Find My. All of that is encrypted and anonymous. So it's not like somebody can check where your laptop is or your the device that it's in an offline mode. But I think this is good. This is good because let's say I somewhere left my, my computer. I don't remember where it is. It's not online, obviously, because I turned that off. But still, I will be able to get it, to find it. And um, that's good. I, I hope that feature is going to work exactly as they said, as they promised. We will see. Well, in the first place, I don't want to lose my, my devices, but uh, it would be nice to, to see how it works. And the last thing is Mac, Mac computer. And they were talking about how wonderful the, devi the device is. I'm not going to 
get into details, so don't worry, Mom. All I wanted to tell you is how expensive that device is, but also please remember, this is for professionals, so it's not for you or myself. It's for professionals who are willing to spend that much, that much money. We just simply don't need devices like that, but that Mac Pro that looked totally uh, for professionals, the cost of the computer is the starting price tag is um, $5,999, so $6,000. And the monitor is 6K, so like ultra, total, crazy, fantastic, pro display, XDR. The monitor uh, is going to cost $4,999 plus the stand for $999. And um, that's for pro users, pretty much for pro users. Uh, for the, I think for the average user, the, the, the MacBook Pro or, you know, tablet or iMac or Mac Mini, great. This, professionals need stuff like that. I don't know, music producers, graphic designers, like really for them. But the interesting part was that those price tags that they showed and it was like, okay. And then they explained that those price tags are not that high, that uh, the, the other, the competitors, they are way much more expensive. So this is actually a good bargain. And maybe it is, I'm not saying not, maybe it is, it's just for the regular average user, this is not for the average regular user, that's what I'm saying. Okay, mom, so that's pretty much that's it about the latest updates from Apple, from the special event that Apple um, hosted recently. And all those changes, all those features, all those updates, you will get access to by the end of the year in a fall. And my question is the question of the day for everybody who is listening to that podcast. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening. And the question is, which of all those features was your favorite one or is the one that you are looking forward to? Is it the dark mode or maybe the access to the, all those photo video editing features or maybe the sign in with Apple ID or maybe find my that combination of find friends and find my um, iPhone or maybe the reminder app finally updated. Maybe the the quick path keyboard or the the updated maps on iphone maybe the siri with so many new features health app safari the files app maybe that apple tv is getting better maybe that apple music is different it's all about the subscription now how about apple podcast maybe the access to 100,000 radio stations uh carplay homepod shortcuts the Mac for $6,000, which, or Air, AirPods sharing, which of those features is the one that you like the most? That's the question of the day. And you can contact me on Twitter at Claudia Jurowitz. I will leave the, the link in the description to this podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. I um, hope to hear you, see you on Twitter. And, uh, till the next episode. So thank you very much for listening. And mom, thank you for checking this episode.